Maximus Quinicus coming through your ears. It's Max Quinn with Live Again. My goodness, I love it when Tommy Whitcomb brings some surprise tracks to the house. That's what's coming through your ears. It's EJ Rovetti and Tom Whitcomb. It's a good track, hey? I love that goodness song. Goodness me, I like that. That is sexy. I like that shit. That, is, uh, that actually reminds me of Marcy Playground a little bit. I don't know them. What's that? What's that? No deal? sex, sex and candy. No, I don't. No, oh, we gotta cl- we gotta just drop like a little thing. Right? <laughs> it's like, you know, uh, I sm- I smell sex and candy. Oh my goodness, that's uh, I'm excited to. Goodness me, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're overwhelmed by how excited you are. It's uh, what's his name again? Nick Quinn. Max Quinn. Max Quinn. Is he uh, an Australian artist? Yeah, he's Australian. He's Sydney based. He's uh, he's a. a not a present. Oh, he's a presenter on Triple J Unearthed or something. Like he works with Triple J. Um, I was uh, one of my mates was in a band with him briefly that was separate to the, his solo stuff. Um, it's great. Like I, I'm a Goodness big fan me. of his. He's got a new fan right here. He opened for Wheatus once. That, oh, he sounds like Wheatus a little bit <laughs> as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can hear some sweater song in there. I think that was that's not Weezer. That's Weezer. Weedus is teenage oh, dirtbag. Oh, true, true. I think he'd like Weezer. That seems like his vibe. No, Weedus is, I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. True. I, well, he sh- I think he shits on them a little bit. but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was one of those things where it's like, but he, he reached out to Weedus being like, could I open? As in like, if we had reached out to like Jez and we could open, they were just like, yeah, sure. That's awesome. And he was like, really? Me? I'm allowed. <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Tommy, how are you doing uh, today? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm uh, got my, my my Sydney comedy festival shows tomorrow and Sunday, yeah, which is, is very exciting. And uh, then I start a new job on Tuesday. So Unbelievable! It's a big week. Unbelievable. Are you excited about the uh, the festival? I am. Yeah, I'm, I am excited. But there's something about it as well, like where. First of all, congratulations. Well done. Thank you. Congrats. Mm. Uh, yeah. So. Do sold out shows, which is really really cool. Um, but I also feel a bit guilty. I'm like, man, you sold out. That's awesome. I was like, yeah, but that's more reflective of like friends, the amount of friends that have never seen me perform comedy before. And I'm like, please come. And they're like, yeah, okay. No, that's awesome. I reckon it's either, the longer you left them, the better. Now they get to see the, uh, like a, a, a sharper product. Polished. Yeah, for sure. That's and true. But it is also, it's kind of like, um, I was talking, we were talking before about Shane Hunter before the podcast. Mm. And he was like, yeah, it's, you know, it's like Christmas at the family house where you're like, everyone watch me. I'm going to do a dance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Shane Hunter, Sydney comedian. Uh, just because I was listening to us on the- comedian. Fuck! I did that to him earlier as well. I called him a Sydney comedian um, earlier, like earlier in the week, uh, foreshadowing a little bit. But um, yeah, I ran into him, and uh, he was sort of saying the same sort of thing. In that, uh, I've lost my train of thought for a second. <laughs> no, no, he wasn't. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. like you. Did, I don't think you ran into. What, what are we? Are we are we giving away the big reveal now? I think we should. Why not? I, I was trying to figure out how to hide it, but um, but yeah. then I ended up going way off track. So um, so uh, in in light of my new job, as I find my feet in that, the, one of the reasons we were able to do this podcast, my old job was working four days, so Friday afternoons were hallowed territory. Yes, that was they were. hallowed time when we would come and record the tremendous podcast, mm-hmm. and it was the birth of the tremendous podcast. Mm. As I go back to five days a week and just trying to trying to reallocate, I'm, I'm taking it taking a little hiatus, taking a little hiatus. Tommy from hiatus. Tommy hiatus. Tommy sick days. I Tommy, believe Sam Menzies called me. Yeah, Tommy sick days. Tommy, all your stuff in the box to the left uh, <laughs> <laughs> is uh, leaving the tremendous podcast for a little while. Just a for, short while. A short while. Um, so, 
you know, I have, uh, you know, I sound like I've got it together right now. It's only because I've done all of my crying. <laughs> I've, uh, I've got it all out, you know, like, and uh, now I'm, I'm ready to, to talk it out. So, I've, yeah, no, so I'm, I'm. What's, the, what's the plan? Because you've kind of told me the plan. Because we're not, we're not tremendous. Podcast is not taking a hiatus. I'm taking a short hiatus. So what's, what are you doing? That's right. So Tom said to me that uh, he was like, well, maybe we should take like a little uh, break. Uh, I'm like, we'll, we'll just put the podcast on hold and we'll come back and we'll, we'll bring it back with you know a new uh, vigor, if you will. And I said, are you crazy? I can't leave the the people tremendous. We can't leave the people tremendous with with nothing on a Thursday on tremendous day. So we need to. Uh, keep this train rolling even if there is only uno conductor <laughs> even if that conductor is blind and a single carriage and has no taste buds <laughs> and a single carriage and uh, this conductor is me so I said that uh, look we've never we've never had guests on this podcast but that's exactly what I'm going to do I'm going to try and find a replacement Tommy um, for the time being and uh, so I say I'm coming back I might not be coming back Elliot might find someone he has better chemistry with <laughs> no the doors may be like the locks may be changed when you <laughs> come back next time but um, no 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 we're just trying to find and so I, I'm going to have like a compilation of not only Sydney comedians and, and Brisbane comedians and Australian comedians and whatever um, but possibly some people pardon me from my childhood that, uh, that I grew up with maybe people that showed up in the stories people that I deem or uh you and I, I hopefully you will deem very entertaining. Um, so, so I, uh, I, we, you kind of talked about this. You're like, yeah. So I was thinking we, I would get someone in, and I was like, yeah, I'm ha and I'll help you to help edit and whatever, and we'll still keep in touch, and I'll call into the pod and all this stuff, and then we'll uh, still keep in touch. Uh, we'll, we'll keep in touch. More and more like a breakup. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll send letters. We're still friends. <laughs> Dearest Elliot. Uh, but but uh, but then so I like over the course of this week, I'm like. We went and did that podcast with Skinner on, on Saturday, which we can talk about in a sec. Mm -hmm. And then um, you just like had come from a recording podcast with Tiana and Otis Blames James. Yep. And then after that, I was talking to Sam. And he's like, yeah, I, re I requested, I did a podcast with EJ this week. And I was like, what? And then I ran to Shane Hunter yesterday. He's like, yeah, I was, I was playing you the other day. I, uh, I replaced you on the <laughs> podcast. And I was like, what? what? <laughs> I was saying, it's kind of like, I feel like I'm in a relationship and I said to my partner, I'm like, I, I just need to take a little bit of space for me right now and let's, re, let's get back together in like a couple of weeks. And she's like, yeah, sure. And then you find out three days later, she's already fucked five guys. <laughs> and you're like, we're gonna break. they're like, yeah, this is a break. I don't understand what you were. It doesn't mean anything, Tom. <laughs> yeah, it's just a break. Meanwhile, she's just running trains. In <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the way. You're like Alex Malinkovich is coming, and he's going to be on the podcast, and also not on the podcast. And all three of us are doing a podcast together. And I'm like, how you've recorded more podcasts in the last week than we've done in the last six months together? I'm trying to get him in the can, but I am playing my part in the uh, the radio broadcasting equivalent of dogging. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm just putting myself out there. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to run into my parents on the weekend. Like, so we did a podcast with AJ. <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, you know what? You know what's fucking hilarious? I literally thought with while you were on the way here, maybe we can do a podcast with our parents. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, then he'll want to listen to it. <laughs> 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 and he'll find it. <laughs> uh, yeah, when, when uh, Anthony Lokash, our good, uh, good good mutual friend, comedian, uh, when we did our first podcast, it was going to be all about like emotional issues that we had. And we, we were going to do like one of each of us and we we're going to have guests on to talk about whatever issue they might have. And uh, one of the things we talked about was... Uh, he was going to do a mummy issues podcast and I was going to do a daddy issues podcast. Who's going to go for three days straight? <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys going to have to change out mics so they burnt out? 
<laughs> and uh, but I was like, and we were saying we should get them on the podcast. I was like, I just I'm not ready to have that. I'm ready to have a conversation with everyone else on the internet, not with not with the man who could fix it, or fix something about it. Plus, Lokash has way too many sharp objects in his base, and way too much Mediterranean blood in his family. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna I wanna play very quickly actually before I lose train of thought. Um, the voicemail I got from you about what to expect from today's uh, podcast. Two. This made me New laugh messages. a lot. New voice messages received today at 10.55 a.m. Tommy Clockwork Whitecombe. Tommy Dana White Trivilegium. Uh Today, Alex Milinkovic is going to be coming into the podcast. You heard me, right? Alex Milky got milk. Big Dairy Milinkovic is coming into the podcast today, and he's bringing all four udders, all four teeth, for the tremendous fellas to squeeze. I don't know. Last time I counted, you got two hands. I've got two hands. And Alex Malinkovich has got four teeth. <laughs> four Let's teeth. Milk. Um, he's he's going to try and get out of work a little bit, like earlier kind of thing. So um, he may be able to actually join us. So maybe you and I can do a podcast um, just ourselves. And then maybe we can do fucking you myself and Milinkovic and then maybe at this time just Milinkovic and I and uh, we can cut them up and make some you know make some milkshake <laughs> bring some milkshake it'll bring um, all the boys to the yard because that is our demographic and boys are the only ones that listen to the podcast <laughs> uh, I love you Tom speak to you soon <laughs> so, I mean, the boys to the yard line made me laugh a lot, and I texted you literally thirty seconds later. Bring all the boys to the yard, and they're our only demographic. And you're like, I don't know what that's in reference to, but I look forward to talking about it. <laughs> it happened a minute ago. You said it. I knew it was in the voicemail, but I was like, I knew there was a pretty sweet joke there. I just forgot. It. <laughs> it just, and then the other thing my that job gets stressful that baffles me is sometimes we come to this. I come over to your place to record this podcast, and we're both like. What the fuck are we going to talk oh about? Oh, we've got to spend 45 minutes. And then in the morning, you with your blind opportunity, go like, so I'm thinking we record three separate podcasts <laughs> this afternoon. <laughs> They're all going to be great. I know. That's the worry. I, I, I try and mix it up with the person. So the idea for the, the tremendous, um, I'm calling so, it. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm going to call it the tremendous podcast, Tommy Hiatus Edition. Yep. And it's going to be me interviewing a whole bunch of um, pseudo Toms, and uh, pseudo -toms. and the idea is that we're going to have to make uh, two to three um, people to make one Tom, and that's <laughs> oh, why so we have that to was cut it ask. up. So it is, it's, it's because I'm like. Because I was trying to work out, like, right, when am I going to come back? And I'm like, well, EJ has at least a dozen podcasts to release <laughs> before I can come back. So I guess I'm I'm due back around September. <laughs> of uh, back 20, back 2023. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ready uh. for the September 11th special. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to be cutting them up and uh, trying to make one Tom with a whole bunch of pseudo-Toms and um, putting them together to make a Voltron of uh, <laughs> comedy. And so that we can try and, <laughs> and, try and get our uh, tremendous train... Um, rolling, uh, keeping on, keeping on rolling. We uh, we are not running out of um, coal. We're just using a shittier kind. <laughs> <laughs> um, tell me. So when I ran into Shane Hunter the other day, he was like, "Yeah," and I don't know Shane particularly well at all. I know you do, mm. and uh, I sat down and uh, I love him. And he was like, "Yeah." So uh, I I I was I think he said like I was you today or whatever. Like I pretended to be you today. I was like, "What?" It's like I recorded the podcast with EJ. And I was like, "Oh, cool." Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was really brutal to you. <laughs> I was like, oh, really? What were you saying? He's like, oh, you know, just like autistic, <laughs> private school privileged. And I was like, 
Yeah, the private school bridges makes more sense to me. <laughs> like if one of us was going to call the other one autistic, <laughs> I don't think it's the guy who doesn't have the lisp or the obsession <laughs> with behavioural sciences. Well, you know, Tom, it takes one and no ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, no, I did. I had a lot of fun. I had Shane. Well, what Hunter was he saying him. about me? Was he really calling me autistic? You're going to have to just wait in here. <laughs> no, no, no. You're well, taking, did, you're taking the, the editing. So that's it's what gonna I was going <laughs> to You're taking the SD card and uh, enjoy it. <laughs> no, um... Uh, so I did a podcast with Shane. It was a lot of fun. I just wanted to get him just keep because he's a great. He's honestly like a modern day. He's just a philosopher. Yeah, well, yeah. I know he's into his philosophy. Loves his philosophy, and he just he uh, he goes on these um, stream of conscious like stream of conscious rants and like these uh, I call them rants. They're like he's riding like a lingual wave. He's killing it. But um, I got to figure out how to cut it up. I got to get creative. You know what I mean? To try mm. and make it a tremendous podcast rather than a uh, Shane talk. Yeah. Okay. Shane yeah. Talk's a good word. Yeah, okay. And then, I mean, speaking of other podcasts, so, you know, the uh, kind of not quite tremendous, not quite not tremendous. We went on the Saw Legs podcast with mm. Anthony Saw Legs Skinner recently. I tell you what, they don't intro the show like tremendous. They don't come at you. Don't listen. If you're feeling down, don't listen to the intro of that show. Yeah, I think we talked about this with Anthony, but like his blind optimism of like, oh no, people want to hear what I say. <laughs> like, this is it's he, yeah he he sees podcasts the way that an amateur Twitch streamer would see podcasts like yeah I reckon I can stream for six hours that seems like a good idea um, but I did want to talk about this because I was I've been thinking about this recently like we had that segment which who knows it'll ever return our segments are our segments are always one offs I don't so, know if that makes yeah we were on the sore legs podcast no no sorry but no what I wanted to talk about was you have that segment on this podcast oh my bad sorry which is uh, jokes of uh, jokes Elliot missed. Tom's jokes, Elliot missed. Oh yeah, and uh, I was talking to you. I, I messaged you about this the other day. Oh yeah, about how you made a great joke on Anthony's podcast, mm. but you talk, you said it over <sighs> my joke. Jesus Christ! As if I was never there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and uh, I, I definitely, I'm kind of wary of the fact that like sometimes you've got the joke in your head, you <sighs> don't even notice that there's anyone else in there. And I was thinking about this, and it is like I'm very, I'm very. I go out of my way to laugh, not because I don't think it's funny, but I'm like, all right, I will let, you know, it's an audio medium. The people have to know I'm enjoying it. And uh, and I don't always get that courtesy in return. Oh my and I was thinking, it's kind of like an episode of Friends if the laugh track only applied to Chandler. <laughs> 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 like every time any of the other friends make a joke, <laughs> nothing happens. <laughs> like it's just an audience of Chandler's friends and family <laughs> out of open mic. <laughs> Oh man, that is so, yeah. Well, look, um, don't ever fake laugh at my jokes. I hate is it. That, no, I would say it's never fake laughter, but it is definitely. It's it. It could. It might be dialed up. <laughs> the, the the we've got one of those big neon signs that says applause <laughs> hanging <laughs> over your door. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so look. Uh, I, I, I think this is. I wanted to give a quick shout out to the people tremendous, the people that listen, um, to the podcast. I got to say, we we. Uh, with uh, and this is where you were going. Like we released our, our merchandise that uh, is coming to you hot and hot and heavy to uh, to our our dear friends and listeners. Mm -hmm. And I got to say, like you know, you, you you go and you see the the listenership. Like I have access to when we have access to all the stats, like who listens. And sometimes like, oh, it doesn't seem like a lot of numbers of people. But then you realize that like one in four of the people that listen to this podcast ended up getting a t shirt, mm -hmm. which is just like it's so nice that people are actually willing to like 
put their money where their mouth is with this stuff and like really want to represent us and wear us around. That's a, that's a huge thing. And we really, really, really appreciate that. Cannot tell you how much that means guys. And um, like I said, we want to, we want photos of you guys repping the tremendous threads, repping your tremendous life. And And you, and you won't have those photos because you don't have your shirts yet, but they're coming. They're coming. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, This isn't a, once you realize that this is not a scam. Yeah. You Um, you just send us photos of your heads and we'll Photoshop them onto (laughs) our bodies wearing the shirts. And that'll do for now. Imagine one day they just, they just uh, they go and open up their their podcast on a Thursday, and the whole podcast is gone. And not only that, <laughs> Elliot and Tom have been scrubbed, and we've got all of the thirty dollars. Sweet, sweet T-shirt. Mate. Um, uh, we've done it all over the country. We just learned a new language and start a podcast. Um, the uh, okay, so look, I want to do a quick shout out. So uh, number one here, just because I love the name, do it in a new language. You heard this new Spanish podcast, El Tremendo. <laughs> It's like, what do you think of it? And it's like, nah, closet, closet. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, Rob Wowchuck. Rob Wowchuck, uh, thank you so much. I am wowed by that name. We got Zach Levin. I, I fucked up his name uh, earlier, but that guy is a loyal brother, tremendous. I uh, love that guy. Nico Guerrero, I love that. Sounds like a uh, wrestler. Nico Guerrero. <laughs> Nico Guerrero is the guy that owns my gym. Nico Guerrero and Scott Kennedy. My uh, my gym instructors and they're going to be repping some tremendous merch in XXL because <laughs> they're both swole. Love it! Oh, good man. Uh, uh, we've also got and speaking of swole, we got Louis ba- uh, Baby Angel Face Ray also repping uh, repping uh, an extra large because he is swole. Uh, they thank you so much, people. Tremendous shout outs every week. Shout outs to people. Actually, not my last shout outs here. These are going to be um, I've been meaning to do it for a little while. Uh, Mrs. Sonita. And Nick, Nick and son, um, I believe they're friends with Sister Tremendous Laura. Oh yeah, Nick, buy son a tremendous shirt uh, for your anniversary. Um, big love <laughs> to you guys, and thank you so much for listening to the podcast, folks. Uh, real, real quick, I think it's worth because no one's really asked about this, and they have every right to like mm. why it's Bondi cleaning and Revenge Co. Like it's why, why it's on the back. Uh, so this harks back to episode thirteen of the pod. Um, it's for Elliot. Elliot has a, a cleaning company called Blondi- Bondi Cleaning Co. Um, me being the market researcher that I am and the advertising guy that I'm soon to be, mm. I thought there was a there was maybe an opportunity for a, a bit more of a defined proposition for what your business is all about. Yeah. So Tommy Madman. I, I, I pulled together a, in true Don Draper fashion. I smacked my girlfriend on the ass, told her, <laughs> great work, toots. As Shorter I pulled skirt together. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the ad that I pulled together. Is your house filthy, but you're too filled with rage to clean? Are you too busy plotting the downfall of your nemesis to vacuum? Well, kill two birds with one brick with Bondi Cleaning and Revenge Co. Whether it's kitchens or quarrels, gardens or grudges, verandas or vendettas, there's nothing our team of Sicilian soap scrubbers can't take care of. Call us now for your free introductory consultation. Please, come in, grab a seat. Excellent. So we reviewed your file, and we think we we have an excellent solution to your situation. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to find where your ex-boyfriend lives, uh, drive past on a motorbike, and hurl a brick through his front window. (laughs) What do you think? A bit extreme. Okay, understood. The the deluxe package isn't for everybody. Uh, What about this? We find out where your ex-boyfriend lives, we drive past on a motorbike, and hurl a rock through his front window. Still a bit much... All right, listen, lady, if you can think of a better thing to throw through his window, I'm all ears. 
Act now and we'll throw in a second projectile totally free. And today we're proud to introduce our brand new Revenge and Regret package. If your conscience is weighing heavy with the damage and destruction that you incited. For a nominal fee, Bondi Cleaning and Revenge Co. will visit your and clean up the mess we made. Bondi Cleaning and Revenge Co. A clean house and an even cleaner slate. Oh my goodness. Is that is that, is that big been on the podcast the entire time? I think it has. That's crazy. Yeah, well, we are, we run a very unprofessional podcast. Guys, we need more money. Keep buying, <laughs> keep buying the shirts. <laughs> keep buying the shirts. Keep buying the shirts. Uh, so Elliot, the the thing I wanted to share with you this week on on my uh, my last tremendous before a bit of a hiatus is a very a very personal thing. Um, I was at least somewhat inspired by our mutual friend Anthony Lacascio, having seen his comedy show last night and what he was willing to bear to the audience. Mm-hmm. Um, open slather. Like, you know, you, 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 can, you can ask questions you like. I definitely haven't told you this before. When I was, before I started dating my current girlfriend, for a short while, I started seeing a sex therapist. Interesting. Have you ever seen a therapist before? I wish I had the money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's you- awesome. I implore it of all people. Like, um, I think it's a great idea. I think everyone can benefit from it. I first figured that out in high school when I started seeing the um, counselor. Oh, yeah, it's so great. It's like, so good for you. It's really good for you. It's also like, I agree, it's uh, it's it's so expensive. It's such an indulgence. Um, yeah. but no, 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 that's not that's the wrong word. Like, I think if, if you really need it, of course, it's not an indulgence. But like, mm. I think if you're kind of like... If you, know, oh, I don't know. I always felt very indulgent doing, like, not sex therapy, but like just regular therapy of sure. like paying someone just for let, to let me talk for an hour mm. and just like talk whatever I want. And they're like, oh, that must have been hard for you mm. as they see dollar signs roll behind their eyes totally. like Wiley Coyote. It is interesting, even though that they are, that's like you have some substitute there that you know you are paying to, to be there and it's still alleviate you or like a hooker (laughs) (laughs) a little bit yeah like they're jerking off your brain it's great it's so good though because it's 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 such a nice feeling of being like i can literally say whatever i want and your job is to tell me that's fine (laughs) (laughs) as long as no one gets hurt yeah you just have to take it (laughs) (laughs) um no i would and i would highly recommend it and especially like yeah as you say if if you really are struggling you need help i would 100 percent recommend it so continue how did what how did you come to uh decide how did you come to making an appointment with was it a male or female female okay um i think so one of the things that definitely kind of got me over the line about it was i remember because i studied psychology at uni and i met this girl who was a uh, in one of my classes and i only did undergrad right so to become an actual uh, psychologist you need to do your undergrad which is three years minimum then you need to do an honors year which is a fourth year and then you need to either do it's like another three years to become a licensed psychologist. So you either need to do, or is it uh, two two years? So you either need to do two years of a master's or one year of a master's, one year of practice or two years of a, so it's like a six year mm. thing, right? So I met her in my second year, I think. And I she was just like, I'm going to be a sex therapist. So that was her thing. She was so hot. Like I, I was, was about to ask you, were you attracted oh, to her? Oh, 100%. Interesting. Like, I feel like you have to almost be attracted to your sex therapist. No, 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 wait, 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 no, no. This was not the girl. Oh, right. I thought I thought I thought this was no no no. So this was the girl that I met at uni, and she was just like very, and she would post on Instagram about it all the time, about like her perspectives on sex psychology and like you know there's nothing to be ashamed of, and this should be a more open service, whatever we should talk about it more openly. And uh, I went to her and I was like, hey, who? What's the deal? Like, can I bulk bill it? What's happening? She kind of gave me the breakdown of it. But I definitely do credit her to kind of like destigmatizing the whole thing at least enough. Can can we shout her out? Uh, I, uh, yeah, I guess I, yeah. I, so, so her name's, uh, Alex. I don't know what 
I don't know whether to give a person. Let me let me see if I can find her. Well, she, um, I mean, business is business. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we could. I also don't know how to say her last name. Okay, well, um, let me tent. So her Instagram is the Pleasure Center. Is her that's her Instagram? The pleasure Center. And her name is Alex. She's a therapist. Tremendous. Yeah, she's uh, she's excellent. But I definitely remember like being quite seeing hearing her talk about it so openly. I was like, okay, cool. I, that maybe that's. Uh, don't get me wrong. I definitely didn't tell anyone. <laughs> but I was like, it was like, okay, it's a thing. People do it. And again, as I said, one of the reasons that I'm talking about it now is because Anthony Lacasio talks about it in his um, Sydney Comedy Festival show this year, seeing a, a sex therapist for a while as well. Oh, wow. Which it was just like to, for him. He told me before I told him, and I was like, wow, it's been cool that someone's actually mentioned this to me. So anyway, the the woman who I ended up actually doing therapy with. <laughs> was not at all like the girl from university. And this is what I actually, I want because you, you, you've been quite good at this in the past, whether you'll be able to do it today. What do you think this woman looked like? Can I, can I a little bit more? Can I get, okay, so she wasn't good at her job. She's no, a, no, 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 she was, she, no. She was fine. She was uh, fine at fuck. her job, but she See, was. I associated being good with your job at sex therapy uh, as being attractive. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, wait, but, uh, okay, so someone that is good at their job as a sex therapist. Um, she was super committed to it. Not aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> um, she was a large woman. Okay. She is she... Okay. I'm going one of two ways. She's... I think she's... Is she very tall? Uh, I think she might have been. She was just large in general. Okay. Um, big hands? Like... Yeah. Like almost like she did... Um, Shot put or hammer throw, <laughs> yeah. hammer throw or something <laughs> like that. Um, I Did she wear... She wore skirts, right? Uh, long dresses, long dresses, kind of long thing. Black below dresses. the knee, below the knee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like um, kind of almost like brushing the ground. Here was his big one. What's the hair like? Okay, here's a big one. Um, like a fringe or maybe bangs down, but most of it up professionally. No, not really. No, okay. Dyed like black with like streaks of red through it, like very like highlights. Yeah, the I spirit of the foot oracle is. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's 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 yeah, ran, el it's you, ran elsewhere. You you na you you nailed Jim. When I asked you, Jim, you're like he loves overalls and hates shoes. I'm like spot on. That is yeah. No, it's okay. So she was she was she was not a particularly attractive woman. Not that that was an issue, but it was like she was. It it was always like, I don't know. Talking about sex with someone that you that there's there's. There's that kind of barrier. Mm. I don't know. That felt weird to me. But I wanted to talk about this one experience that I had, which was really weird to me. And I think it might have been the last time I saw her. And it was just like, it was just a lot. Okay. So um, we're talking about like tension in the pelvis area, right? And she was saying that especially in like white Anglo cultures, men don't move their hips at all. Like they... <laughs> She's like, they keep, you keep all your tension in your hips. You don't like dance. You don't do anything. Like, it's all tense in there. It's all tense. And that like translates to penis stuff. And I was like, sure, that seems to make sense. And so she's like, so I want you to practice getting like loose in the hips. Okay. So I want you to do this. And she literally showed me like a dance move, <laughs> literally made of like shaking my hips back and forth, oh, like my pelvis no. in and out, like I'm almost like air humping. She's like, let me, let me play my uh, EP. <laughs> <laughs> so she literally she put music on and made me, oh. and she showed me as she did it. And she, and like, I had to dance with her for like a minute doing oh. this thing in an office in the middle of the day. What I told my Amazing. workers, I'm seeing the doctor. And I'm <laughs> she danced you right out the office. <laughs> she made me dance with her, but this is the thing that oh, 
So she was like, you know, and if you do it, if you do it enough, and she's like, it actually starts to it starts to feel kind of nice, doesn't it? And she's like, ooh, ooh. And then Elliot, <laughs> Elliot, she has an <laughs> orgasm in front of me. She's feeling so good loosening her hips to the beat of this reggae tune that she orgasms in front of me and has to recollect herself before continuing my sex counselling therapy. Oh, my God. This woman is the L. Ron Hubbard of sex therapy. She's trying to figure <laughs> out her own problems. <laughs> she, okay? She's trying to piece together her own sanity. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you were a male sex therapist? <laughs> <laughs> with a female client who had tension Ooh, in her hips. It starts to feel pretty good, doesn't it? And you start Ooh. leaning against your leather-bound couch, going, oh, oh. <laughs> and, she, and, and, she, and then he's like, now, you try. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, that is a fucking amazing story. When did that happen? How many years ago? Uh, 2000, I think it was when I just started my job. So it was 2017. You've got to do that on stage. I don't, but there's like, what's the, like. It's one story. Yeah. Do a couple jokes before. And then the opening line is, so a couple years ago, I needed to see a sex therapist. I would, I, I, I quite like, and going back to Anthony's thing, um, the fact that he did it on stage, I thought it was really ballsy, actually. Mm. Like, I think, like, to, cause oh, he, that guy needs material, though. <laughs> that guy's writing so much and putting so much out. He needs material. <laughs> he's going to sex therapist just to write material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he is going out of his way to acquire erectile dysfunction <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah, he yeah, can yeah, then yeah. cure it for he's a story, <laughs> for the arc to complete. Most people are taking rhino horn to try and keep their erection. He's taking uh, different Asian aphrodisiacs to try and kill it. <laughs> <laughs> rhino tail. Yeah, he's taking scorpion right to the dick. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 I, I like the idea of doing it on a stage because I like the idea of destigmatizing it, but, uh, also. Shit, yeah. You're going to get good at that, I think. Also, yeah, hopefully. Also. Hopefully. Well, the thing is, um, I think you're going to get a good, good at that because you've gotten so far into comedy without doing it. You mm. just write about what's around you. You write about, about what your observations are of the world, which is great. But then you're going to, I think you're going to get to a point where you're going to be like, eh, I'd like people to know a little bit more about me. Yeah, I'm slowly getting there. I remember talking to Lowcash about this years ago when there really was nothing about me even slightly in my shows or in my, in my bits. And he, I was like, yeah, it's cool. I was saying to him, it's cool that I feel like when I see you guys write new jokes, like I feel like I'm learning a little bit. Or I said, I think I said about Anthony, like I feel like I'm learning more about you through doing your jokes. He's like, you know, I would say that about every single person in our group except you. Yeah. <laughs> like I think every joke you tell, I know a little less about you. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Tremendous Apparel. That's right, your favorite podcast now has its own brand of merch. Let your friends and family know that you have a friend who has a podcast with a Tremendous Apparel t-shirt. I know what you're wondering. Tom, do the shirts come in several different colors? No, they come in only white, like the hosts of this podcast. But Tom... Does the shirt make reference to a very obscure part of the Tremendous Podcast? Oh, the obscurest. But Tom, are the t-shirts ethically and sustainably sourced? Tremendous Podcast t-shirts are on sale right now. Reach out to your local Tremendous host to get yourself a piece of Tremendous History.
Tremendous Apparel, made for Tremendous listeners by the Chinese. And we're back. Uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> we, we didn't really take that much of a break, so we was like, "Where did we go?" <laughs> hey, I was like, "Back from what?" <laughs> um, okay, so uh, just quick shout out to the lady. She's on a uh, she's on a trip for her tournament this uh, this weekend for her boxing tournament. Um, she's got a couple fights. Could, could fight up to three times by Sunday. We're recording this on a Friday. This is coming out late, so the results will already be have. Uh, what's what's the what's 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 her fighting? What's her boxing name? Oh, Tiana Ugachaga Chagare? Yeah, that's great. It's catching on. Ugachaga. You can get the whole audience doing that. Okay. um, So, uh, Tom, do you remember ever, like, getting to that age where, like, you challenged your parents to something? I remember... Like, your dad or mom or something? Yeah, I mean, I kind of remember always... I have such a memory of being in the park with my dad, like, kicking a footy around. Mm. And... uh, him like trying to make me tackle him when I was like, I reckon I must've been like maybe 11 and him always being able to like chase me down, but I could never catch him. And he, him being like, you should, you're young. You're, you're a young man. I'm an old man. You should be able to catch me. And like me being 13, be like, I don't think that's true, but is it true? Like, should I, is <laughs> he least, right? I love that you said to chase him down rather than run it straight. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> you know, like you're running down the wing trying to chase <laughs> him rather than him being like, all right, I'm going to run head of head first. At you. <laughs> <laughs> Take the legs, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> you're always going to get concussions unless you go low. <laughs> um, yeah, no, well, I remember I, uh, I was about, like eight years old, nine years old, and I was. I we lived we lived in Newcastle briefly with uh, my parents, and I said to my dad, "I reckon I can beat you." On the uh, we had like a driveway that was sort of like an oval with like this grass in the middle, and it was quite long. It was about um. I don't so know. What, it was one of those kind of like you know when you see like mansions with the fountain, and they're like you drive the full way around to exactly, yeah, but okay. it was like a country version of that where it was like you couldn't even see on the other side of the oval because there was so much plantation and stuff and you could mm. walk in the middle. My brother and I would play in there and shit like that. But uh, we, you had to run around it or drive around it and then you go up this rocky driveway kind of thing back under the main road. Mm. Um, so I was like, I can beat you around the oval and then back to the house kind of thing. And he was like, all right, cool, whatever. Kind of, we made like a little bet. How was so it? You were eight. Eight. Yeah. And uh, for some reason I was like, I can beat him at this kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, we took off. And immediately I realized I have, I've way uh, overestimated my, <laughs> my speed. speed. I have overestimated my speed and underestimated my father. He has taken off and I immediately have decided to cheat. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to cheat and cut through the plantation in the middle while he runs around the side so that he, I'm going to cut through the middle and jump out. The old Mario Kart plan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like he's not going to notice, but also let me just get the glory. And I, I come, I'm coming, I'm just about to jump off the plantation. It's like, a, it's like about a, I don't know, a five foot drop kind of thing. And you just jump off. And I did it all the time. But because I was in this panicked run kind of thing, uh, I came sprinting around, saw my dad, like somehow was almost right where I was kind of thing in the middle. I was like, I thought I just cut you off. And uh, I jump off and completely just eat shit on my face. <laughs> <laughs> to like try to run like Yoshi in the air and just <laughs> eat shit on my face. And my dad didn't stop. He just ran past the finish <laughs> And then he comes back and goes, oh, you're never going to beat me. <laughs> like he's like, even when he's putting the bandit on me, he's like, oh, it's not going to, it's never, never going to happen kind of thing. And I was thinking about that story uh, t- earlier today. And um, you think I, we should race our dads? <laughs> <laughs> I think at this point, all of our hips would blow out. At this <laughs> no, uh, uh, I, 
uh, the other thing I was thinking was just like adults, like getting to that age and even like a little bit older past then was like getting to that age where you think you can challenge an adult kind of mm. thing and you just forget that they're an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we, I remember we were on, we, we got in this kind of craze of shooting paper wasps at, 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 at each other. What like, are paper wasps? You know where you get an elastic band and then you fold paper into like oh, a real, okay. like as many times as it can be folded and bend it and then you, you use that as like a projectile with the elastic band and they sting like a motherfucker. Yeah, I get yeah. You could do it with like, uh, you know, like you could put some metal on there or something like that and make it even harder. But um, there was a little bit of a crazy school where it was hitting people with them and uh, on the school bus, we would just shoot adults uh, that were waiting, you know, at buses or walking by while we were on the school bus. Yeah. And like before they could figure out what would happen, we'd be taking off again kind of thing. Mm. And um, there was this homeless guy smoking a cigarette and my friend uh, Ryan Aziz was sitting on the window seat and I'm sitting next to him. And we pull up in this uh, bus stop in Bondi and on O'Brien Street. And uh, we stop right on this corner kind of thing in the full, full bus of kids. And Ryan pulls a wasp out, shoots it at this homeless guy sitting right next to the bus, like directly across from us on the floor. The guy takes the shot like nothing happened, right, right in the chest, looks at the projector on the, on the ground, looks right up at Ryan and jumps up and puts out, he jumps in there and puts his arm through the bus window <laughs> and puts his cigarette out on Ryan's head and then starts beating him up from the outside of the bus. And I was sitting next to him and the bus is crowded. We couldn't move. And Ryan's going, he's leaning into me going, ah, and the guy's beating him up from the, from the outside. How, how old are you? Like 15, 16. <laughs> and he's taking a beating from a homeless guy outside of the bus. <laughs> it was one of the greatest moments ever for me. That's I loved it. That's so great. That's Everyone got what they deserved there. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's one of the greatest moments for you, but also for that homeless guy. Oh man, <laughs> there's it was no so way funny. he's not recalling that story every other. You tell, tell you about the time that the school bus oh, pulled dude. up. I wish that you could see uh, how everybody reacted when they got shot with those wasps. It was immediately like they got hit by a wasp. It was like a sting. They were like, ah, what the f mm. And this guy took it like a Vietnam vet had seen too much <laughs> and just looked at it and then got up and identified his target and just killed it. I feel like Ryan has hit him at several other bus stops. <laughs> several other times he's like, one of these days, I'm going to be ready. Ryan is his one. So we were both working at Bono Junction. I was working in retail and he was working in the parking security. Am I going to have to bleep his name out after all this, by the no, way? No, 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 no. I was work <laughs> working in the... <laughs> the amount of things you make me bleep people's name out for the most like minimal shit. Like, so there's one time Ryan Aziz got beaten up by a homeless guy. No, 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 that's fine. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes as well. We'll tag him. <laughs> Once we saw each other at Bondi Junction, like I used to work in retail and I used to park upstairs in the, uh, in the, in the um, staff parking and I got locked in there one time or something like that. And I was trying to explain it to the parking guy and there's a camera like and a, and a microphone and I'm just going, yeah, dude, I don't know what happened. I'm just going to get my, get out. Like, uh, and, he, and he's going like, yeah, I can't help you out, man. You should have been out earlier. And I, and I was like, are you, are you fucking serious? And he goes, Elliot? <laughs> and I was like, who is it? He, uh, he was like, it's Ryan Aziz, man. I was like, oh, you're kidding me. And so like, I got free parking for an entire year. <laughs> like, this place, he just fucking hooked me up. I'd, I'd buzz it and be like, Ryan, he'd be like, Elliot, what's up, man? Get out. <laughs> yeah. Was fucking Shout out to Ryan Aziz. Yeah. Yeah, that, uh, that's funny. That story also ends a different way with you beating the shit out of Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, it doesn't. He he was be he and I were best mates when I used to have sleepovers at his place and shit. And he's like, uh, Elliot, this is my career now. You can't. <laughs> I don't come to your place and ask for free cleaning. All that right? guy's the most initiative, like uh, in, in um, oh my God, I'm losing my ingenuitive guy. He uh, made sushi and sold it at school. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, he used to make sushi and sell it at school. He also got like a, you know, that cupping, you know, cupping like for your muscles and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a cupping business, did like cupping like for people and shit like that. Probably illegally. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like all entrepreneurship starts or ends illegally. <laughs> you start by selling something somewhere you definitely shouldn't. Or starts and then you get caught. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, beautiful. Uh, are we doing a joke of the week? Do you have one? I'm not sure if I have one. Um, I reckon I can get one in. <laughs> you re- you okay. ready? Right. Make sure I got it. Okay. Tommy, uh, Tommy Kevlar. Yeah. Go okay, for it. Tommy click, click before the, uh, before the Tommy hiatus editions begin. Uh, Tom, are you, are you ending the other ones with a joke as well? Yeah. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Ha- have you been? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Um, Tommy, Tommy haters. Uh, a man walks into a uh, a bookshop and asks the shopkeeper, uh, "Do you have any books about turtles?" And the shopkeeper asks, "Hardback." <laughs> and the man says, "Yeah, that's them, and tiny little heads." <laughs> <laughs> I thought that hardback was enough. <laughs> The other version I've se- I've heard of that is uh, a man walks into a library and says, hey, do you have any books on suicide? And the librarian says, fuck off. You'll never bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's so much better. <laughs> it's tremendous, everybody. <laughs> Big love.